Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Chris Liu is joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline from the Czech Republic. He is an Arkansas native who was working as a missionary in Ukraine when the Russians attacked. And so he wisely left, but is still doing good work for those who are trying to get away from this uh, the menace of Russia. Chris, welcome to the show. Thanks for being on with us. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for, for having me. It's uh, my first time on the buzz. Long-time listener, first-time caller, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish it was under uh, a little different circumstance, but we're certainly happy to have you. Before we dive into the important stuff, I wanted to point out that uh, even though you are overseas doing God's work, you are also keeping up with the Razorbacks, and I assume you'll be watching the tournament a little bit. Yeah, I um, definitely, for sure. I, you know, technology's great, you know, so I've got ESPN Plus so I can watch most of the Razorback games during the season. Sometimes they're late at night, and I, uh, I have to watch them, you know, pretty late. Like, for example, this uh, game today, it'll be at 2.20 Friday morning, check time. So um, I need to prove how big of a fan I am by <laughs> Maybe staying up. We'll we'll see. I don't know, man. <laughs> bro, bro, I was joking about taking a nap, but, and it tips off at eight twenty locally. So yeah, you definitely need to get a nap. But uh, it, it'll be a good one, hopefully. Hopefully, they they give you a good reason to stay up late tonight. So let's talk about your story a little bit. How, how did you get into missionary work, and how did you end up in Ukraine in the first place? Oh man, that's a that's, that's an interesting story because I um I my first trip to Ukraine was in twenty ten and. Prior to that trip, I had never been outside of the country. So um, my local church, uh, Fellowship Bible Church in Conway, Arkansas, they had a team that was going over to Ukraine to do an English camp there with another local church. And uh, my housemate at the time, uh, Matt Spicer, was uh, leading a team, and a month before that trip, he had to back out. And so uh, he asked me to lead the team, and at that time, I didn't, I'd didn't. i never been out of the country, didn't have a passport, so I was wondering, like, why are you asking me to, you know, lead this team? But I uh, thought about going and prayed about it, and I just, I, I told myself, hey, if this is what God wants me to do, then I'll just move forward and uh, see if I can raise some funds to go, see if I can get my passport expedited, and sure enough, that all worked out, and I was able to go over to Ukraine and just had a, an incredible time. And honestly, I could say it was life-changing because after that, just every summer for the next, I think, four years, I would go back to Ukraine and help out with their summer camp ministry there. And then finally in 2015, I uh, became <clears throat> staff on the team that, that's serving over there. So, yeah, I, so that's... Kind I've never brought, brought me to Ukraine. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, I've never been. Give me an idea. What are the people of Ukraine like? Give me a feel for the for the nation from where, where you've been. Yeah, yeah. You know, for for me on that first trip, you know, you kind of deal with stereotypes. You're like, okay, like Eastern Europe. Uh, you know, it's kind of close to Russia. So I'm kind of thinking, hmm, it's probably like Stoic people and whatnot. But actually, like Ukrainians are pretty fun loving. 
you know, and love to, to joke and laugh. They're really kind and helpful. And, um, you know, for our team, you know, we often, you know, bring Ukrainians to conferences where there are, you know, people from other countries in Central and Eastern Europe there. And you can always tell, like, where the Ukraine group is because we're the loudest and we're laughing. So, yeah, Ukrainians are great people, man. And I think, you know, for people listening, you know, if you've been following the news and you've just seen, like, the response of Ukrainians in this war, it's incredible. I mean, they've really, they've shown who they are as a people. And that really makes me proud. I I, I really have um, just watched them sacrifice and just be so resilient. It's incredible. Talking to Chris Liu on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, again, doing missionary work, and uh, we'll talk more about exactly what that entails now, a little different than it was when he was in Ukraine. Um, and just curious about uh, kind of the days leading up to you leaving, and it's not like it was a D-Day invasion. I think everybody knew that the Russians were invading, so it was pretty well documented and reported on. What were the days like leading up, and, and ultimately what led to you escaping to the Czech Republic? Yeah, well, that's that's an interesting story for me personally, and it's kind of a a story of contrast. And uh, I'll I'll explain what I mean by that because uh, on on Valentine's Day, I I got engaged to my uh, Ukrainian girlfriend. Oh wow! And so, <laughs> yeah, congratulations. And so we got en- Thank you. We we got engaged, and you know we're celebrating with you know, friends uh, over there, and uh, we're just happy as can be. Obviously, you know, the situation, you know, the, the invasion had not happened, but our team had been talking about, okay, like, what's our contingency plan? Like, what do we do if something happens? And so we had that plan in place, and it got to the point where we needed to be just in daily communication. So we did a daily Zoom call in the morning. And so in the in the days leading up to the invasion, we actually did a Winterfest event where we just invited a bunch of young people and local church leaders to come and just, you know, have a weekend together. And, I mean, the event was, was fantastic. It was really great for us all to just be together. But, you know, it's like this, a dark cloud that was hanging over us, like, because we're hearing reports in the news that, okay, any day now, any day now, you know, Russia could invade. And so, um, let's see, got engaged on the 14th, and then I guess it was 10 days later, uh, Thursday, the 24th, uh, I woke up probably like 10 minutes before my, my Zoom call with my team, and I looked on my phone, and I saw just dozens of messages. And I was like, oh, man, something happened. Something happened. So I checked the news, and sure enough, it said Russia invades Ukraine. And my heart just sank. And so I jumped on the Zoom call with my team. As you can imagine, like people were just, I mean, just, you know, the mood was, was very somber. And, you know, my... my uh, team leader was like, hey, the thing we feared has happened. And so we just went into a time of prayer, praying for Ukraine. And then 
uh, air raid sirens started going off. And so it's like, okay, what's happening, you know? And so I live in Lviv, which is in far western Ukraine. And so we're like, okay, these, these sirens are going off. What do we do? So we immediately got off the call, and that was probably the time, um, you know, on that, that first day where I uh, I was like, not panicked, but just kind of like, oh, crap, like, what do I do, you know? And so the sirens eventually went off. Nothing happened. But from that moment forward, it was like evacuation mode. Like, let's we, we got to go. And so my fiancé and I and another teammate, we got in a car, and we drove to the border, and we, we waited at the border for probably 24 hours because there were just tons of people there. I mean, thousands and thousands of people. So we, we eventually got through, I mean, thank God, but man. Yeah, let me ask you, sp- yeah. I've read some stories online. I don't know how legitimate this information is, but that, that non-Ukrainians were delayed maybe more so than, than folks who are you know natives to Ukraine, and also maybe even specifically that some minorities had had a hard time getting out of the country. Did you experience any of that or see any of that, or did you as a non-Ukrainian have any issues getting out? Uh, no, I didn't. Like, I, probably important to keep in mind that like we left immediately. And so while there were a lot of people uh, at the border trying to get through, like we certainly weren't like the big wave <clears throat> of people, you know, um, that that came in, in subsequent days and later days. But yeah, I've I've heard those reports. I I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I don't I don't know what to say about sure. that. I don't have any. What What are you hearing from people that you're any, dealing with any, now? Any knowledge. I know you're working with refugees now in in the Czech Republic. What mm-hmm. what, are, what are the more I guess more recent evacuees saying about their experience getting out, or at least I guess the last few days of dealing with being in the country? Man, bro, it's 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 traumatic. I mean, it's war, and it's. I mean, for me, it's you know, it's a really uh, sobering experience to talk with. The, the moms that are here, you know, in Czech Republic that have, you know, evacuated and, and now they're here and we're trying to help them, you know, move on to some semi-permanent uh, uh, housing somewhere, you know, here in, in this part of the world. And, you know, we've had, like, there was a mom and uh, her son, I think he's probably like, four years old, something like that. They were here just a couple of days ago, and they spent 12 days in a bunker in uh, Kharkiv, which is in eastern, kind of central eastern Ukraine. 12 days. Mm. Just while the city's just being bombed, like, relentlessly. And so, you know, you hear stories like that, it's like, oh, man, like, whew. And then... You know, just this afternoon, we were talking with a couple of moms who were just dealing with, you know, their own stress and trauma and just trying to kind of make sense of, of what's going on, you know, because they you know, they don't understand. It's like, gosh, like, how could this happen, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's uh, those are hard conversations, 
no doubt. No. There's no question. Okay. Ta- we're talking to Chris Liu, if you're just tuning in, a missionary over in Europe who you know, left Ukraine when the attack started. Um, is there something we can do here in Arkansas? I know a lot of people are looking for ways to help. Is there something that we can do to help out with your efforts or other efforts that you're aware of? Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're the praying kind, you know, prayer I think is is the best way that you can, uh, you know, support Ukraine and support Ukrainians. Pray for the war to stop. Pray for, uh, you know, the suffering and and the death to stop. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, to be honest with you, I I've definitely gone through the ringer of emotions. You know, feeling just so sad and and, and heartbroken. For, for Ukraine and for you know my, my friends and there and it's it's tough but I, I do believe that that God can put an end to it and so yeah I think the first thing the biggest thing is prayer and then if anybody's interested in giving uh, the organization that I work for called Josiah Venture and they have set up a uh, Ukraine crisis fund, and so with that fund, we are using that to care for refugees at two facilities that we are operating out of in the Czech Republic and also in Poland, but then we're also buying supplies. We're buying food, we're buying medical supplies, and different things to send back to Ukraine. So um, the Americans and Czechs that are on my team, you know, we're over here in Czech Republic and in Poland, but our Ukrainian teammates, they're still in Ukraine. And so they're serving there, and they're trying to help people. And so, you know, sending these supplies really is um, it's a huge, huge help because those I mean, Ukrainians need it right now, for sure, for sure. So if you want to give, you can just go to Josiah Venture's website, uh, josiahventure.com, and um, there's a link there for giving. Chris, God bless you. Good luck in everything you're doing going forward, and uh, hopefully this comes to an end soon and you can go back home. But uh, we appreciate you coming on today and sharing your story. We appreciate what you're trying to do for the people of Ukraine, and certainly wish you uh, safe, uh, safe travels if you head back home here soon. All right. Thanks. I appreciate that. All right. Take care. Okay. Take care. And Chris. Bye-bye. And Chris. Yeah. Go, yeah. Ho- go Hogs, buddy. On a much lighter note, go Hogs. Oh, go Hoggies. Go Hoggies. I think I'm going to watch it tonight. There you go. I, I think I'm going to stay up. Buddy, you deserve a distraction. <laughs> Let's be honest. You've done you've done a lot of good work. You should enjoy the distraction. All right. All right. Thanks, man. All right. Take care, bro.